Hello, welcome to Undoing the Complex. Yes. With Chantal and Dante. Yeah. Happy morning to you. Wagwan. That's patwa. Patwa. What does that actually mean? What's, What's going, going on? on? Right. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. What is going on? Well, a lot's going on um, within the Nelson household. We are um, doing so much, but personally, um, on my side of things, I started um, a business. Wait, 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 um, wait. I want to set you up a little bit better for this one. Okay. Um, you want to start over? No. Oh, what do you mean set me up then? Because you're about to introduce your own thing, and I have to be like the speaker that like introduces you up, and then you come <laughs> up. So that you don't have to like, you know, give yourself a slow pitch. That I okay. slow pitch, and then you hit it. All right. Go ahead. Um, It's a really wild and busy but exciting week in our home because Dante did launch a business yes. this week yes. and it's been crazy but this has been something that he's been dreaming up for months while having a full-time job while also doing another facet of his business and you'll get kind of get into the story but yeah. today we're talking about how to go after personal dreams in marriage. Yes. And this is something that we've been doing more recently, I would say, is going after our own personal dreams while being married. And it's complex, yeah. but it's fun. And we've been able to support each other because we have very, very, very different strengths, <laughs> but um, they really, really complement each other because they are yeah. so different. Yeah. That when you, I was launching my business back in August, you helped me immensely. Like I wouldn't, I literally wouldn't be doing business if it weren't for you because oh. you did the entire creative Thank back you. end on that side. And now it's fun. And now it's fun because I get to be on the flip side, helping you with yours while also not having to have the anxious feelings yeah. of launching and swirling <laughs> and you, imposter you syndrome. Me tremendously, <laughs> tremendously. And so, um, we just want to talk a little bit about what it looks like to actually go after our dreams in marriage, how to support each other, yeah. what it looks like literally last week, this past week, what it looked like was we had an appointment in Sacramento and we had to drive all the way down, but it was Dante's business launch the day of his business <sighs> that, launch. That was my poor planning. I, it I wasn't poor a, planning. It I was just, a, I just have a habit. An of, appointment got rescheduled. Oh, that's, that's what, what it was. It had, yeah, yeah. We didn't plan it on the same I day. I just feel like I have a bad habit of launching things at the most inconvenient of times I'm okay but like, it's right, never it. a convenient time to launch really i know that's why i'm like all right we're just gonna do it yeah yeah kind of takes the stakes off too I'm he like, was right, doing it. on the hot spot on his phone while we were driving down to sacramento while passing snacks back to both boys while i was driving yeah my, my arm started hurting because how i was passing it back the, the rotation Listen, the was best off. place to be in a car with two small children on a road trip is the driving, driver's seat driving I learned that this time on a whole new level. I'm like, yeah. we might have to fight for the driver's seat now. No, babe. We can't that, do that. Because that passenger seat is the worst place to be. It's the worst. You're having to, and it's harder for me now that I'm pregnant because I get nauseous every time I look back. And yeah. as I get bigger, it's going to be harder. But the driver's seat, you're just chilling. You're yeah. just driving. Oh, yeah. You're, baby, baby, can you put some music on? Baby, oh, yeah. Baby, can you open my water? Oh, yeah. <laughs> baby, oh, yeah. Can you give me that snack down oh, there? Oh, yeah. All of that. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just never talk about it because I didn't want to. Take yeah, it. now I know. 
The veil has been torn. But um, this was all while Dante was launching his business Yes, this week. So, yes. And by launching, I was getting my rep website ready that people can come to. I was doing a fun giveaway, which um, I, I gave away some shoes. Wait, did you already um, announce it? No. No, but by this podcast, it will be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, just all of that fun stuff. But so um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about what your business is yeah, what your heart is yeah what i was like i was texting a friend the other day who asked me um like how the giveaway was going and my very first thought and i texted it to him was nothing about the giveaway um i, I think i said something like um man i i just want the right people to come within my world so that i can help them get to that person that they're trying to get to um, that the giveaway would open up that someone would see this and be drawn not to the shoes, but they would be drawn to the, that this idea of creating from a place of wholeness versus escaping. And um, my, my, the easiest thing for me to do, I was born this way. Don't know how or why, but it's very easy for me to believe in people. I've always had that. Um, to believe in people on their best day or on their worst day, to believe in people beyond what they're doing in that moment and to believe in, in people's dreams. Um, but over the past six years, I've gotten more than just belief that I can instill. Um, being able to, to learn a lot of the, the creative um, world has been um, such a gift for me that I've gotten a lot of trial and error but the part of this business is that this business that I'm focusing on is the the creative life coaching. And um, I have not seen this term anywhere. Um, I think it's out there, mm-hmm. but I just haven't seen it myself. I feel like I'm creating it myself. And so I have to do a lot more explaining with it. But it's basically um, I in my in my year and a half of counseling, um, it was so much about um, staying in reality like not checking out, not pulling away from pain, but being able to process pain and being able to show up to life. And so many times I was going through this, um, a book and walking through a workbook and in my counseling sessions, doing counseling twice a week. And I couldn't help but see the overwhelming, um, relationship between, um, creativity and my emotional world and building emotional resilience, which is basically your ability to bounce back from hard moments, to be able to show up even when you're walking through something hard, being able to process something and get back to that space of where I can fully be myself, even if I experience disappointment, discouragement, fear, fear, failure, um, that's emotional resilience. And I didn't realize that there was such a relationship between me being creative and me being emotionally resilient. Mm -hmm. And once that connection was made about a year ago, my level of creativity felt like it expanded because I was no longer afraid of what will this look like or feel like when I put it out and show it to people because I'm doing it out of an overflow of being connected to myself Man, I'm connected to my family and the things that matters most to me. And I'm connected to God. Like I I feel his yes over my life. And so much of that had to do with how I process shame, Mm. 
like when I experienced shame in my life, I didn't realize that shame was still an energy for my creativity. I didn't realize that um, comparison was stealing energy from my creativity. I, when, when I would go on social media and, and feel like I wasn't doing enough, I would, I would notice that I would become more apathetic and kind of just scroll instead of get inspired to write or to, to do something. I would, you know, be on the gram or whatever and see someone else doing something that I want to do. And I would feel this almost this small, sharp pain in my chest um, or this tightness in my throat. I, I talked to you about, about mm-hmm. that a lot, but the, the physical response to um, an emotional thing happening in my mind, I didn't, I had never made that connection before I'd gone through counseling and had these crazy moments where God revealed something to me about myself. Um, this wasn't just this, um, I don't know if psychedelic is the word, but this like big supernatural experience. It was moments where my, where I became aware of my thought life mm-hmm. and I wasn't so stuck in my head that I couldn't move with my actual life around me. Right. And so um, basically what I want to help people with is I want to help you do that. I want to help you figure out how do I process my life in such a way that my creativity is no longer my escape. My creativity is no longer the thing that I hide. My creativity is the no longer, no longer the thing that I, um, I get confused or conflicted by, and then I just go to what's safe, but it's a way that I express my life. And this doesn't just mean like graphic design or, um, all of the things that are outwardly creative, expressive, but you being creative with solutions in your life to engage life fully, right. that no matter the space that I'm in, I'm, I can always show up. And that takes creativity to come up with ways to show up no matter what season you're in. And so, um, I want to help people do that. I want to help people get back to that original space of creativity of, man, what, what was I like when I was five years old? Like, what was that space where I, I felt like I could imagine so much more for myself and for the people around me mm-hmm. and what along the way happened that caused me to not show up, that caused me to settle, to, to choose safety rather than risk, you know? Right. So, cause what you're talking about is l- like life coaching therapy all mixed together but unto you being able to fully express yes that is that is not just hey let's talk about your emotional world but let's let's get you to the point where your emotional world is supporting you going after things man that idea that you've had in the back of your head for so long let's bring it to the front and that thing that you've been afraid to face, let's actually bring all of it out on the table and let's face it together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I want to do, because now it feels so freeing for me to know that there's not a thought in my head that either someone else doesn't know about or that I myself hasn't faced. Like, there's no thought. Hear what I'm saying. I don't have thoughts in the back of my head that I'm pushing away or shoving away because of fear of not knowing how to face or deal with it. And because of that, my way that I create is from this place of excitement, is from this place of freedom. I'm not trying to get to the next thing. I'm not striving to to prove something to someone or to myself. Well, I used to do that. Right. You know, I used to look for ways to validate what's on my life or I need validation from other people. And although I still feel that temptation, man, I want someone to, you know, validate or congratulate or 
what I'm doing. I'm able to identify it now and I'm not moved by it. Right. Like, oh, oh, I feel that. Oh, I feel imposter syndrome right now. Like, oh, man, I, I feel like I, oh, OK, I feel that, but I'm not that. Right. Because a lot of times when we feel triggered or when we have a belief that we're not good enough, right. we move to our creative outlets, whether that's singing, writing, painting, whatever, yeah. any any kind of form of creative expression, which isn't just the arts. Yeah. Um, Working out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We move to those spaces out of pain and escaping yeah, yeah. and checking out instead of actually facing that thing that caused us to move to that space in the first place. Yes. And what I mean by facing, I'm going to be really clear. This isn't like a, you know, thing in the air. Like what I mean by facing is using your words to talk and speak out that exact thing. Mm-hmm. Not, not, you know, metaphors or like, I am afraid because I feel imposter syndrome because I saw this post with this person and it made me feel this. Right. That's what, that's what I do regularly with myself. You know, I don't, I don't think we graduate from processing pain. I don't think we graduate from processing um, disappointment. We don't graduate. We, we always have a moment where we, where we either get to show up or we get to check out. Mm-hmm. We always have that opportunity. And and I think when it comes to creativity, the the scary thing about creativity is it could be used as a form of self-expression from a place of freedom or it could be used from a place of pain or it could be used from a place of escape or it could be disappointment. There's so many ways that people express their creativity. But what I'm saying is I want to help people get to the place where creativity is no longer an escape it's no longer this thing that numbs pain or puts things on the back burner but it's this thing that man because I've shown up to my life creativity serves me Mm -hmm. and so um yeah that's my bit on um what Dante Nelson Creatives is um as well as there's um the creative coaching and then there's the consulting which is more for businesses um, or smaller businesses that are trying to um, basically create their brand or brand identity, go after um, style guides and mood boards. And a lot of a lot of businesses have a vision for, um, you know, getting their content out and expressing themselves and their, you know, what they want people to receive from them. But a lot of times they don't know how to visually articulate that. And they don't know what to prioritize when it comes to the brand. How And, right. and they don't have time to just sit on social media and come up with a grid or whatever. And so I want to help people almost prioritize like what what is important right now? What can we put on a shelf? Why do you want to do that? And then let's talk about branding. Let's talk about making your content clear, concise, and to where it's not overwhelming. But you can take it in bite-sized pieces. So let's talk about project managing, timelining. Um, and all that fun stuff done on a whiteboard where you can see what you're doing. Which I will say for my business, this was, I was, I was talking to somebody else cause she, the other week I met with someone cause she wants to start her own like life coaching business. And I told her that the most important part of me even starting a business was what you did with me, yeah. like sitting down, mapping it all out. Like people, when people think of me, they think of certain phrases and things yeah. like showing up to your life 
getting unstuck, coming alive in every season and circumstance. And those aren't just like happenstance things. Yeah. It was very intentional on the back end of yeah. what what about me do I want people to remember? And because, when they think of come alive, yes. when they think of me, because so many businesses can, you can just start a business tomorrow if you want, but right. you want to be remembered for the things that you're doing. And human beings, we need to hear things repetitively. We need things to, to kind of see consistent, um, I don't know, yeah. like yeah. patterns in to what you're doing, in colors, in even down to fonts, like when people see it, they're like, oh, that's, that's, sh that's right. come alive. Right. And so you did so much with me on the back end of my business so that when I actually started, it wasn't even the logistics and the back end of my website that was what kind of sustained the success and the health of my business. It was me being really clear about what come alive is and what and how I show up in it and what it is that I offer the yeah. world. Yeah. And I, and I believe in the phrase of plan your work work your plan i believe in the phrase just start doing and you'll figure it out along the way put, put, plan, <laughs> put the wings on a plane in the air yeah <laughs> yeah but the what when you when you plan your work and then you work that plan you're not at the mercy to that plan you created it right you, you don't have to answer like you but when you do that it creates a lot of space for spontaneity it creates a lot of room for oh man i can i know like if i get lost in the busyness of this i know that I can look back on the history of the time that I sat down and thought this through and I can trust that Right. if I can't trust how fast this is going, you know, I so, wanted to ask a question about the creative life coaching. Yeah. Who, who is this person that is coming to you? And cause I think a lot of times the word creatives or creativity, people right. can automatically veto themselves out yeah. if they're not a singer or an artist yeah. being like, uh, like I would have done that several yeah. years ago. Like I'm not a creative. I don't, I don't create. Right. So the, who is that person? Yeah, there, there's this moment I had a conversation with um, someone. I won't mention their name, but um, this was a couple of years ago. And um, they're at our house. And we're just talking about, like, what do you want to do? What are you up to in life? And they said, um, man, I want to create this, like, magazine. And you would have never thought this person would have wanted to do something like that. <laughs> like, I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, but I don't know. And they just kept talking and I caught it. I was like, wait a minute. Like what, what, why do you want to do that? Like, tell me more about that. Like, why do you want to actually create a magazine? And she just started expounding on this idea that she had. And in that moment, I'm realizing people, people don't see your ideas. Right. People don't know the, the deep, dreams and ideas that are in your heart and sometimes because of that you don't even know right she wasn't even aware that this was a passion or something that she really really wanted to do and I think a lot of times we avoid that because we don't know how to get there right. like we don't know how to man I have an idea I want to go after it there's so many other things in our lives that's holding us back whether it's no one sees me in this way Man, no. So no one's going to actually get behind what I want to do. Someone said um, I heard this quote say you'll be surprised. And you probably heard me say this on this podcast a lot because it shifted how I do. Because things. you say it once a day. Yes. You'll be surprised that if you're on the side of the road and you start pushing your car, who will get out and start helping you push. And in that reality is like, man, I'm going to go after things and people are going to come alongside me. I don't know when I don't know how. But man, I. 
I'm not the only one who thinks this way. And so for me, I want to get people into a room where we can actually have a safe space to talk about the things that are going on in your heart or in your life that you want to go after that you feel like, man, I haven't been able to get to. And also, man, I haven't even um, the people that are like, I haven't even dreamed about things because I'm still so stuck in my head that I, I, I don't even know how to get out of that. Right. Because I had to do a lot of work getting out of my head before I could even start thinking about being creative. Mm-hmm. And then there's another person that identifies themselves as creatives where they're like, right. man, I'm, I'm doing this stuff. I got friends who are doing this stuff. I'm out here doing it, but I'm dying inside. Right. I'm writing songs, but I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm, so much I'm pain. I'm dying inside. And, and my creativity is an escape. Right. My creativity is already like that. What you're talking about, like I'm already doing that. I'm already checking out. I'm already binge watching. And then I get home and create a little bit and I go to sleep and I feel lifeless. But I show up with a smile like like I want to help those people getting back to that original space of man. I create from overflow and not to sustain what I've built for people and how they see me. Right. I love both of those the explanations of both of those kinds of people. Cause I think anybody could find themselves in one of those camps. Like even right. for myself as someone who wouldn't have considered myself a creative, it was because I didn't see myself as good or any of my ideas as good or valuable. And so of course I'm not going to create from right. a space of insecurity yeah. and lack. Yeah. But the more that I started going after the things inside of me that were keeping me from showing up and that were keeping me from liking myself, the more I realized, Oh, there's more space in there for me to actually start dreaming yeah. and having ideas that like it was the healthier I got, the more ideas that I had to yeah. do something. And the cool thing about the day and age that we live in, is that anybody can do whatever they want. You can start a business, you can write a song and release it. Whereas back in the day, it was a lot, there were a lot more barriers to be a creative, yeah. start a business. And not a lot of resources. And not a lot of there. resources. Yeah. Right. So anybody can start anything right now. The only thing is, is that anybody can start anything, but it's, but if it's coming from a place of brokenness and pain, then you're not actually going to get what it is that you're looking for, whether it's fulfillment or purpose or money or clients or anything. Like if I were to have started come alive a few years ago, it would have just died and flopped at the beginning because I had so much imposter syndrome. I had so much fear, so much insecurity, anything that anybody said negative, I took it fully personally. Whereas I couldn't have created something from that space because I wasn't in a place where I could do that. And so you're saying that there are so many different barriers and blocks and insecurities and coping mechanisms and that keeps us from actually stepping into that space of creative expression. And so I want to help people get there quicker than they would by just doing it alone. Right. And then failing along the way and having to figure it out because you're going to have to figure it out no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. That is Dante Nelson Creative. That's Dante Nelson Creative. So you can actually go to DanteNelson.com. And And you can book him right now. Yes, you can book. You can schedule a discovery call where we would get on the phone and actually talk about what this could look like and um, where you're at to see if it's actually the right fit for you. Yeah. So. I'm really excited. Me too. Me too. It's it's a lot of work starting a business, which is what this podcast is about. Um, it was going to be longer, within, but I have a nail appointment. Yes. But um, we'll talk more about it. Yeah. Man, so bougie. I got a nail appointment. <laughs> Listen, um, I don't get my hair done. I don't buy a lot of things, but I do yeah, get my nails yeah, we, done. We try to keep them nails on fleek. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got about, what, 
three, four minutes. Like one minute. We got about one minute um, to just talk about the reality of us starting a business, um, both of us within the year of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to take it in bite-sized pieces. We, I, I feel like... I feel like we try and like take bigger bites. Yeah. Like we understand the reality that we can't do all of what we have in our minds to do. Um, but we try to take massive bites and I'm like, oh, yeah. almost just choked. I um, am really glad that we both started it at separate times because there's a oh lot of goodness. like yeah. emotional and mental stuff that comes up that you don't right. realize is there or you kind of know is there. Yeah. But there's just narratives that you have to work through different beliefs that you have about yourself yeah um and so and, i'm glad that i already went through the launch yeah. thing before you did yeah and i think actually understanding and knowing the dynamic of your relationship as well i think is important because me and chantel are both doers mm-hmm. um if you know the enneagram she's a three wing four and then i'm a two wing three so i'm ready to help and i'm ready to work um and she's ready to work and ready to freaking do something and make statements <laughs> and so like literally both of us are like go-getters but that poses the problem of we could become workaholics we could be, be given too much time to things yeah. that we shouldn't be given to i'm saying these because they have happened yes. we, we can be um spending time on priority on time of things that don't matter in the moment I mean, you're kind of, you've said this several times, like, because I've talked a little bit about this on Instagram, but how I really burnt myself out. And you say I didn't fully burn myself out, but I was on the road to burn out pretty quickly because I had so much energy and excitement for what I was doing that I just took so many bites off of different things. And so you've said several times during your business launch, like, I just don't want to end up doing what you did. I'm like you. You were the um the one who who went before me and prepared the way. So I'm not I'm not doing that. Yes. And there's been nights where I'm like I'm about to work on some stuff and I'm like nope I'm gonna go to tribe tonight and uh, which is our like young adults ministry here um in Reading, but like for me I I want to be really aware. I even talk um uh, with one of my closest friends here um just about this and I was just because I I was almost tempted to hide the part of me that feels stressed out that feels like it's i'm doing a lot and and i think when you're starting things especially in your marriage if if nobody else is starting things around you it can feel lonely it feels very lonely it can feel like it's just you but the reality is you have the choice to to borrow strength from other people in perspective even if people don't see the world the way right. that you do or they're not doing something similar to you yeah and we we protect our space of dreaming of we we understand that not everybody is thinking in this way or is wanting to build in this way like we, we get that and so we we protect that space by inviting people that are doing that there are people that have right. spoken into our marriage we won't name them um but amazing people that have spoken into because they're doing similar things that they're able to give us insight and give us clarity give us peace on things things hey suggestions on what we should give our time to what we shouldn't um and that's like really helped but then there's the other side of man there's a reality that we do have full-blown lives and we got to slow down sometimes and we have friends that help us with that we have friends who are um way more um slower to to move on things um when it comes to stepping out or or trying new things but they know how to build slow and Mm -hmm. real like they know how to Slow build things that last they they do they do and and so knowing that like we're well you're, you're amazing at finishing things but man i'm an incredible starter 
like I am the the nitroglycerin type of and I know that that's my strength. And right. so I pull on people in my life that I know, man, they know how to create longevity. As I'm learning that I'm pulling on people who can help us with that as we're doing things so that we don't burn out. Um, and so as as we're doing business and, and marriage, um, we're taking it week by week. I feel like of man, what what do we need to give our time to someone just um, was prophesying over us last night and literally was like um i feel like the lord is about to just open up space for you to to just be just you two nothing else and i'm like um yeah because yes, if the lord doesn't i'm, I'm gonna do it <laughs> um but yeah so I, do you want to keep talking about this while i go um you can keep going by yourself i could i can't keep tell waiting yeah I'll, I'll go for like five more minutes all right, all right guys i literally am leaving but I love you guys. Man, people might hop off this call just because you're leaving. <laughs> and I said call. So you said that twice, Yeah. Um No, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep going. We'll do a part two. We'll do a part two. Sorry, y'all. For for those of you who are willing to stay on with me, um, and I'm just, you know, leaving you. But yeah, we, we gotta get to the next thing. But um listen, thank you for listening to Undoing the Complex. This was the most unconventional ending I've ever seen. Like literally my wife is no longer sitting beside me. Um uh, but thank y'all for hopping on this. If this really impacted you, please let us know. Reach out to us, DM us. I say this, I mean it. Like DM us. It's kind of fun of me just being in here. It's almost like it's just us and we can talk about Chantel or something like that. But I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that to my wife. Uh, but thank y'all for joining and hopping on here and listening to us and spending time with us. But we will see y'all next time.